Podcast. All about trailers. Two hosts who have no idea what the fuck they are doing. Anthony, what trailer is this? Oh man, I am so hype right now. Where's my beer? What the trailer? Coming soon to your ears, right now. Welcome to What the Trailer, I'm Cassie. I'm Anthony. And this is a podcast all about trailers. All of them. Every single one of them. All the trailers. All the trailers. Actually, it's just about movies and TVs for now. We're, we might go back into video games sometime in the future if you guys would stop hating them. But yeah, we, we talk <laughs> about these little sneak peeks into movies and, and TV and sometimes video games to give us a idea of what the final product's going to be. And we basically talk about them, review them, commentate on them, and see if if the final product is worth checking out because of these trailers, or sometimes we compare them to the actual final product. Yeah. Yeah. And it's what time of the year, Cassie? It's spooky month. Spooky month. (laughs) It's finally October, so we are going to get a little spooky for the month of October, all four episodes, because as you know, we publish every Tuesday because it's hashtag Trailer Tuesday. Trailer Tuesday, Tuesday. <laughs> Makes me think of the old like uh, monster truck rallies. Oh yeah. <laughs> every uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. Okay, we're gonna. That's that's a spiral that we don't need to go down. <laughs> no, we don't. So yeah, it's it's spooky month. So we're going to have themed. Halloween or horror themed uh, episodes for the whole month and starting with this episode uh, we are going into the 80s horror genre (laughs) what a decade for horror especially with trailers (laughs) (laughs) because they're the most goofiest (laughs) but it's actually like when horror kicked off right was during the 80s like it was like mid 70s 70s 70s, 80s yeah there's some some good ones in the 70s that's when you get like halloween and and some of those other ones um yeah it was definitely a, a good a good 10 years for it yeah but yeah, uh, if you haven't heard any of the other episodes, especially the very first episode, you would know that I don't watch that much horror at all. Surprisingly. Okay. So... <laughs> I think you mean sadly. Sadly. There we go. Some of these trailers that we're going to discuss today, I have never seen the movie too, And probably won't. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But... Oh, come on now. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Let's say there's at least four of these that you have to watch. Yeah, I know. I, I have some homework, people. But uh, <laughs> before we get into this, we're going to take a small break while we grab our beers for this small promo. Do you like to go to Halloween Horror Nights? Do you yourself like Hollow Scream, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and other scary things? Or maybe on the weekend, you like to summon a ghost or go find yourself a demon. If you do, then this is the podcast for you. Haunters! You can follow us every Wednesday on Podbean, Spotify, and iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Haunters Pod. Where we're ready to haunt you. Ah, wonderful, it comes off kind of creepy. We're keeping it! And we're back, and Anthony, do you have a beer? I sure do. I have a beer. Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> so what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, It's called Huckleberry Cream Ale from Laughing Dog mm-hmm. Brewing, Idaho. Pont Pondere, Idaho. Pont 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 Pondre, Pont Pont Pont, whatever. It's super <laughs> delicious, and I had one leftover from uh, my summer vacation, and so I'm going to crack it right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
I do have a beer. I bought this three weeks ago. And then I couldn't drink it for a while. Uh, it is La Guinitas. I hope I said Ooh. that right. Hazy Wonder. And I think it's a citrus hazy IPA. I can't really tell. It, it's a very pretty can. And that's why I grabbed it. Nice pop. Yeah, someone's been, two in a someone's row. Been, someone's been practicing. Yes. Let's taste this bitch. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, I stopped posting our beer picks there for a while. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of... Uh, kind of stopped doing social media there for a while. I'm sorry everyone. I'll, I'll get back into it. Yeah, if, if you like our beer picks just let us know. Uh, I I always cho- choose my beers by, by the can and sometimes by the brewery. <laughs> but this one this one's pretty cool. It has a pink dog on it. Yeah, and I've always said La Lagunitas, but I don't fucking know. Oh, okay. Your guess is as good as mine, but that's California, right? Uh, let's check it out. Hold on. Chicago. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, California and Chicago. Oh, okay. And I yeah. just poured beer on my... <laughs> on yourself. Yeah, I usually... I go local, but I also... Like I've said before... Uh, the best beer selection in Missoula is at Patty Creek Market, and a lot of it is local breweries and stuff. And I guess this one isn't local, local, but it's state it's adjacent. Close. Yeah, it's adjacent. <laughs> and I it know, is I, delicious. I, sh- I shouldn't go the route of picking my my beer slash drink by the the, <laughs> the side of the can, but. <laughs> I'm not picky, so I don't care half <laughs> the time. <laughs> well, that's fair. I mean, if it gets you to try something new, then try something new, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Okay, so let's get into it. We we popped our tops, and now we're gonna talk about some 80s horror. But before that, Anthony has put me on a uh, horror school assignment for the month. Put you on blast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's trying to get me sped up to watch some more horror movies. We have not tried this the whole year, so why not October? And yes. for he's giving me a movie, a horror movie, once a week uh, to watch. Uh, it could be more, but I'm a procrastinator, <laughs> and I go to bed early. <laughs> so, yeah, so this week he introduced me to Ravenous. Yes. Oh, uh, let's see. I need that's to look the, up. That's the American title. La, yes. La, La Femmes, I think, is the original title or something like that. La F... Oh my god, I was trying to pronounce it too. It's Quebec, right? Yes. So it's French, French-Canadian. French French-Canadian. So it came out in 2017. Is that right? There's another one from 1999. So I got It'll a little confused. Yeah. Les Affemes. Affemes. Maybe. It's probably like La Femme. So it's Les Affames. Sorry if we pronounce that wrong. Just a couple of American stupids. Yeah, we're not good at French. I'm sorry. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I I really did like it. it. It took me two times because two times to watch it because I've already said this to you, Anthony. I started the movie very late one night and I had to get up in the morning, so I stopped it <laughs> and had to yeah. watch it. And yeah. I didn't know what I was in store for. You you told me it was horror, so I'm like, oh, I don't want nightmares. <laughs> so <laughs> I waited until uh, a couple more days to watch it. I really liked it. it it's a very zombie apocalyptic type of movie actually i didn't i feel like it was less horror and more artsy if you get my meaning yeah it's definitely more kind of like thriller you know sitting on i mean at least for me it had me sitting on the edge of my seat the entire time it made me super anxious and um just just the silence in the film itself like yeah, the lack of soundtrack and just like the dead noise throughout all of it. And there's like all these intense moments going on. It just made my butthole pucker so tight. <laughs> yeah, um, there is no background music whatsoever, ex- except if it's uh, in the actual world. Mm-hmm. 
and it is like it's very silent it's very on your seat but the only time that i got jump scared was by that damn idiot <laughs> that kept <laughs> jumping in their windows like that was a good thing to do and that's <laughs> type of world yeah the fucking sergeant dude yeah yeah and you know it's and so i wanted to start you off with this one because not all horror films have to be like jump scare give you nightmares super horrifying scary you know uh horror has all kinds of different genres within that horror genre um and i felt like this was a good introduction for you to kind of get in and get you a little anxious a little nervous and I'm not surprised you paused it to go to bed. It's it's a very easy one to fall asleep to because yeah. it is so quiet and silent through most of the film. But uh, I enjoyed it. And, um, you know, uh, maybe it's not technically like a foreign horror film. But yeah. um, a lot of those foreign horror films, man, they can, they can really get you. The French and the Japanese are really good at it, too. Yeah, that's why I was like a little scared because I thought I was... I, it was like either going to be a psychological thriller or straight up horror with a lot of blood, but there was not a lot of blood in this one. It was just like to make you think. And the ending confused the crap out of me. Did you know there was a post credit scene? Oh, I, I did not. Yeah, there's a post credit scene that kind of uh, gives the sense of why the zombies act the way they do in this movie. And mm -hmm. it kind of gives you that answer of why they act the way they do and yeah so <laughs> i'm still confused by some aspects but i think that's good in psychological thrillers like this one because mm -hmm. it just makes you think and that's yeah. what a psychological thriller does it, well it... And i love that in horror films in general is like when the movie ends and you're like wait what the fuck does that mean and you're yeah. left just walking away with all kinds of questions i love that i mean i mm -hmm. hate it but i love it <laughs> At the same time, um, and it does get pretty bloody in the last like twenty minutes ish. I would yeah. say there's some pretty good gore for you gore fans out there. But um, the the cinematography was great. Yeah, like, it, it's looking, a, it's a beautiful film. Looking at the budget for it, it's just like maddening how they were able to do what they were doing because it was out of pocket. Yeah. I read somewhere. Yeah, it was out of pocket. I'm like, wow, this this could actually be in our theaters. But I don't think like our American society would like it as much because uh this is not a spoiler, but it jumps you right into the zombie like world, just kind of like uh Walking Dead, where it just like you're already in it. And mm -hmm. it doesn't give you any kind of premise, no narration. It doesn't give you any kind of backstory. You kind of just have to learn as you go, like the people in the film. So I like that. I really do. Yeah. And I think it had some success in like the indie film circuit. Um, yeah. But yeah, obviously it never made it to theaters, especially in the U.S. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. And um, I got I got something good for you. For, for next week, but we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Okay. So now we're going to go into our actual episode of the 80s thriller trailers. Uh, like I said before, this will be the first time that I've seen any part of these movies. Don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> you I can't can believe you me. haven't even seen The Lost Boys. Yeah. It's the, it's the best... Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to that. So if you were following along at home or in your car, like all the other episodes before this, I put all the links to all of the video trailers that we're watching in this episode in the show notes below. So you can pause right now and wait to watch these trailers, listen along, and then watch the trailers later, just so you know where we are. So the trailers we're going to be watching for this episode is The Evil Dead, the Lost Boys, Creep Show, Day of the Dead, and finally Cannibal Apocalypse. Which all were released in the 80s. 80s horror. Okay, so the first one, The Evil Dead, I know of it. I've never watched it. Like, do I have to say that for everyone? <laughs> I haven't watched any of these. I know of this one. 
But yeah, do you, do you have anything to add? Because <laughs> um, I know nothing. You gotta watch it. Uh, well, my I... my uh, wife, when she was in college, took a horror film class, which means I took a horror film class for her. <laughs> Um, and this was one of the criteria, and there was uh, a few of the movies that, you know, I knew she wouldn't like, so I didn't let her watch, and I just kind of helped her go through it. But um, I made her watch this one because it is, it's it's a staple in my opinion. Um, Raimi at, you know, leading up to his the height of his career, going on to Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness, and she loved it honestly. So um, oh. it's a great one. And uh, I'm excited to see what you think of the trailer. Okay. And the remake was really good, too. Oh, yeah, I knew there was a remake. This is already so 80s. I know, right? They're alive, Well, oh, they showed that part. Oh, God, I can't believe that made the trailer cut. <laughs> Not what I was expecting. This is very Halloween, but with a woman. Oh no! I'm gonna talk a lot less and just let you enjoy these and get your reaction. I don't care what happens to her. She's your girlfriend. You take care of her. Uh. So this is where the chainsaw trip comes from, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like the tape was saying, the only way to get rid of it is total body dismemberment. Um, but yes, the chainsaw is a huge part of Ashley Williams. Where's your pants, woman? <laughs> oh, look at that claymation. Stop it's not motion. bad though, not bad for the age. No, 80s. I'm like really excited. Yeah. That's really cool. So, one <laughs> okay. thing I so I don't think I've ever seen the trailer for this, but what's really cool about it is there was really no kind of like in a world, you know, like trailer voice guy. It was it was just clips from the movie and that was interesting. Well, I think the trailer voice guy started coming up in the late 80s to early 90s. Like, I remember seeing some trailers from the 80s where, like, even in our, our, our second episode where we talk about trailers and, like, the most hyped up ones and the most iconic ones, mm -hmm. some of those don't have narration, especially towards, like, the 70s and 80s. So, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. But... Watching this trailer, I wouldn't have expected this at all. So, I hear a lot about it. Maybe I heard about the um, remake more, but yeah. this is this is very like Friday the Thirteenth, like in a cabin in the woods type of thing, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the other the other interesting thing is they don't really give you a whole lot about what's going on. It's just yeah. Faces melting off. There's a woman running in the woods. There's a woman getting raped by a tree, which yes, that happens. And um, quick story: when I went to Thespian Convention in 2008, there was a guy peddling um, music, like uh, musical books, and there was Evil Dead the Musical. And I'm so sad to say I didn't have enough money to buy it. Oh! But he let me flip through it, and there is an entire sequence. Uh, like a song about the the wood scene, and <laughs> for those of you that have seen the movie, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about the the tree rape. But it's true. <laughs> so so what would what from that's kind of what it's known as. Maybe that's not PC, and I, I'm sorry if I offend anyone with that. But it's just what it's I been just... called, and kind of I mean that's essentially what happens. It's a big part in the film too. Based off that trailer, what would you what how what would you say that this movie is about? Uh, just by this trailer, some paranormal activity. So that yeah, I guess that kind of came across then enough for you. I mean, that's okay. Well, I mean, it. like the eyes rolling back in your head, and I didn't notice any type of 
tree attacking. I didn't see that. But, um, well, I, maybe I didn't catch it right off the bat, but yeah. Well, it's probably because you haven't seen the movie, but it's yeah. If if you've seen the movie, you would like it. Yeah, it's it's there. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I mean, having seen the movie, they to me they give enough about what the movie's about and kind of hit on some some really important things. They give away quite a bit uh, with like the chainsaw and stuff that happens. I, I, that was interesting. I, I, I've never seen the trailer for this movie, but I've seen the movie millions of times. Maybe not millions, but... So, a little about this film, because I do this all the time to take over. <laughs> it was it was released... <laughs> shut me up! <laughs> no. <laughs> it was released in October 15, 1981. Round of applause for uh, uh, releasing in October. I love you guys for that. A lot of people don't do that. They do it in the summer. I find that weird. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Runtime is 85 minutes. Uh, the budget was 400000 and in box office, holy poop. $2.7 in the box office. Wow. The first, the first run. I That's guess they crazy. did a second run and a combined $29.4 in the box office. So definitely a success <laughs> yeah and like you said it was directed by sam raimi and starring bruce campbell ellen sandwiss sandwiss richard d manicor and betsy baker yeah. yeah i i would watch it if if i have some time and if i can find it on a streaming service i'm sure it's on there somewhere it's it's halloween time i mean even this has a going on well i'll tell you what cassie i will bring in all three movies and the remake i'll leave there's, them at work for you there's three there's yeah. four there's four well, so there's <laughs> evil dead evil dead 2 army of darkness and then they remade um the evil dead oh my gosh uh, a few, like, me four or five years one. ago i'm telling you it's the best time of year to do it Okay. But what's what's great about this? What, what's great about it though is like the Evil Dead was made to be kind of like a like a straight up horror kind of scary film, mm-hmm. but there are some kind of funnier moments in it, like kind of comical. So Evil Dead Two, they leaned into it a little bit and went a little more kind of campy, and then Army of Darkness, they were like, "Fuck it, this is what we are." <laughs> And um, I saw Army of Dark. Uh, it kind of goes back to our last episode when we were talking about Bill and Ted. When I saw um, Excellent Adventure before Bogus Journey or, or whatever, the second one before the first one, I saw Army of Darkness. Like I grew up on that movie. I watched it all the time. I loved it. And then I found out that it was the third movie <laughs> of a trilogy, essentially. And then they did a TV show on Stars, which was phenomenal. It went on way longer than it deserved to, or should have but it deserved more is what i meant to say um and the remake again was was fucking great i saw it in theaters i immediately bought it i bought the director's cut when it came out it's great good one check it out if you've never seen it so that brings us on to our next trailer which uh jumps forward to the end of the 80s with the lost boys i can't believe you've never seen this movie it Are is the, it's, it's the best fucking vampire saxophone guy. Good Sam have just moved to Saturday. This is the best. See, vampire 87, movie. and we have a narrator. Yeah. This is hands down the best vampire movie ever made. Oh, it's a vampire. No, it's a pretty cool place. If you're a Martian or a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> What's with vampires and big hair? They're they're extra, man. Vampires are always extra. Oh, okay. I'm your brother, Sammy, help me! Stay back! Stay back! What's happening to me, Star? Get yourself a good sharp stick. Drive right through his heart. You're a vampire, Michael! My own brother, a damn blood sucking vampire! Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy! When a vampire buys it, it's never a pretty sight. Sorry, I'm just enjoying this trailer. I wish I had something to say, but I I am too. I love this movie. 
Buckman Keeper Sutherland is amazing in it. Uh, you got what's his name that went fucking crazy, uh, <laughs> Corey Feldman, and Corey Haim because they never left each other's side. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hands down, best vampire movie ever made. It's, in my opinion, if not the best, one of the best. Again, a staple. I grew up on this movie. It's fantastic. It's amazing. If you haven't seen it, you have to watch it, people. Okay, settle down. Maybe people don't like vampire movies. I mean, maybe Twilight ruined it for them. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it it looks like, like it has some humor to it. Like it doesn't take itself seriously, which I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe back then it was, but yeah, definitely watching it nowadays, you know, you're kind of like, wow, is that, it's like playing an old, like a, playing a game on the Sega Genesis. You're like, wow, this is what I thought good graphics looked like. Yeah. Um, I mean, the vampire-ness, like towards the end of this trailer, it shows like what the vampires look like when they change. That's pretty good. I kind of like that where the the eyes bulge and um, the teeth come out. Some people overdo it with their movies um some people downplay it with just teeth you know Mm -hmm. um i do like the change in vampires but i don't watch a lot of vampire movies anyway there's not a lot like okay i watched blade because you have to i watched interview with the vampire because you have to i mean Uh, like what's another vampire like i guess i am legend in a sense is one yeah, it's like vampire zombies, though. That's that's yeah. a weird one. But that's a weird one. And then there was one in the early two thousands from with the Jurassic Park guy in it. I watched that one. Well, and of course you got Dracula too. You know. Yeah, well, I haven't. I mean, Dra- okay. Dracula's been beaten to death. Yeah, I haven't watched the original Dracula. Killed me for that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, you yeah. know, even further further back from that, you got Nosferatu. Yeah, I know um, Nosferatu. But what's really so you were bringing up the the transition and how they made him like go from from human like a little bit of makeup on around the eyes, some contacts, and mm-hmm. then the teeth. You know, it's just that little bit of extra. Kind of reminds me of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The vampires that were in that, you know, they'd be human, and all of a sudden they're like they're fucking demons because they are yeah. fucking demons. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to watch Lucifer. I mean, I know he's a demon, but he like changes sort of. Mm-hmm. You talking about demons like brought that up. There's yeah. not a lot of like vampire stuff out there. Like thinking about it, yeah, there was a uh, that HBO show, True, True Bloods. Blood. That was pretty good, although that story was a mess. True, True Blood was was awesome. I liked it for a good bit. I yeah, even read some of the mess books. At the end. Is the books better? Are the books better? Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe so I shouldn't. Have, it's not that they're bad. It's not that they're bad. I, I'm just realizing I probably shouldn't have admitted to the internet that I read the Sookie Stackhouse books because it's essentially vampire smut. Oh, really? Um, okay. <laughs> but the story, the story is pretty good. Okay. Um. So they're. I mean, they're worth a read. It's worth a watch. Uh, but that's what makes Lost Boys so good is like, even though some of the effects may not be like super awesome because it's from the late 80s, but the, the story of the movie itself, like the plot, it's fucking great and it holds up. I I, I watch it, you know, every couple of years it, I come across it and I'll watch it every time it's on. I'll turn it on and, you know, it's got its silly like 80s moments or whatever, but the movie itself holds up. It's really good. Okay. I might check it out. It, it's gotta admit, it's like lower on my list just after watching this trailer. I'm not sure why. It's just yeah. like I have this feeling that I won't like it as much as you do. Probably because you grew yeah. up with it. Nostalgia holds a big part in why we like movies sometimes. Yeah. Well, and like even just watching the trailer now, they don't give you a whole lot about what the movie's about. Like you get no. there's vampires and you get that this one guy's a vampire and then there's some kids talking about how to kill vampires. I think they were trying to do the Hollywood thing by by showing the Corys and this Jason Patrick. They were probably showing them off to be like, hey, watch this, if they're not showing yeah. their plot. So 
They're like, yeah, hey, these guys are in it. <laughs> but to all to all the Lost Boys fans out there, I just have to ask you, how are the worms, Michael? Yeah. We can move on. Okay. So um, <laughs> the release date, boo on this one, July 31st, 1987. Uh, hey, what's I, wrong with July? I was born in July. When you have a horror film, I think it should be closer to Halloween. That's it should all always, It should always be in the fall. Yeah. So it has a runtime of 98 minutes. It had a budget of $8.5 million and made $32 million in the box office. And starring Jason Patrick, Corey Haim, Corey Feldman, uh, Diane Wiest, Bernard Hughes, and Kiefer Sutherland. And it, it this is a trilogy. They had Lost Boys the Tribe, Lost Boys the Thirst, and of course this first one. Yeah, I, I watched the, the second one, which came out years later. I mean, it came out, what, like mm, late 2000s, early 2010s? I would imagine mm -hmm. it was not good. <laughs> so I never oh, yeah. even watched the third one. I never even watched. Yeah. I never even watched the third one. The second one for nostalgia reasons, I watched it and I was like, wow, this wow, is horrible. The trailer for the thirst one is just horrible. Looks like something out of the nineties. <laughs> you just have like Corey Feldman, like standing in between two women. It looks horrible. Okay. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> yes, the next one. This is another one. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'll let you take it away. Okay, so we have the 1982 Creep Show. This is another one that I, I grew up on. Uh, Creep Show and Creep Show 2. And again, I'm going to sit back and uh, try and get your reaction as best I can. Coming oh, soon. boy. <laughs> the transition is this based off of a comic book <laughs> um i'm not sure if it's based off a comic book or if the comic book came afterwards but uh yes okay. they have a lot of uh comic book uh swipes going on <laughs> mm -hmm. so maybe the comic book did come first but i'm not 100 sure it's very comic book-esque mm -hmm. and it <laughs> It is. Like, it's not supposed to be taken seriously. Oh, okay. Um, you know, Shudder just did, like, their, their creep show um, thing on on their, what do you call it, streaming service channel. Um, but it, it is, like, it's an anthology type thing. Kind of like Twilight Zone. And give you... The it's like a like Twilight Zone or Heavy Metal or something like that. It's like a bunch of different stories compiled into one movie, and each one's just kind of no, creepy. Is, going to be an entirely is that what this uh, is? It's an anthology movie. Yeah. Okay. Did you ever did you ever watch Tales from the Crypt? Oh yeah. Okay. Very much. Very much. I like Tales. Okay. okay. So I don't know why Tales from the Crypt came out in the eighties. I'm I'm guessing that was a comic book to begin with, and. I was very young when this came out and was only on HBO. I have no idea how we had HBO, not Disney, when I was young. And I don't know how I was watching this show when I was young because I wasn't allowed to watch anything PG-13 or higher. <laughs> like, Mom, what were you doing? <laughs> how was I watching Tales from the Crypt? I had nightmares from the um, Crypt Keeper. Oh, yeah. But looking so at some of the episodes... <laughs> just like why was i scared again <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's they're silly but you know they're for adults they're silly they're they're creepy they're not like scary it's not like again it's not going to give you nightmares but they're yeah. like oh shit that kind of gave me some chills up my spine you know at least once um and i think a lot of those were written by like stephen king and george george a. romero i think it said too yeah uh, but the second creep show two um has one of my favorites it's called the raft which is actually a short story written by stephen king but it's i don't think it's actually credited to him because that was i think it was still when he was i may be wrong on this but i think it was when he was still writing under his pen name um richard bachman i believe 
because mm-hmm. um, he was so he was worried that people wouldn't like his stuff, so he wrote under a pen name, um, and I think it was Richard Bachman, and uh, he wrote like a, a series of short stories, and The Raft is one that like I read and gave me that was one that gave me fucking nightmares, and then seeing it come to life in Creepshow too was just really kind of cool to see, and it's just. They're they're silly and they're fun, but you know, perfect perfect Halloween time type movie because you get a bunch of short little little uh, kind of like vignettes, and um, I felt like it fit really well for the season. Okay, yeah. Now that I know that it's an anthology film, I didn't quite get that from this trailer. Maybe because I wasn't paying too much attention to it, but I like anthology stuff like that. I l- I I liked Twilight Zone when I was little. I don't like it now, but um haven't watched Tales from Crippen forever, but I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I would watch this. Uh if it like it, as you were saying they didn't take themselves too seriously. It's just a fun creepy type of story. Yeah. I mean so- it's like just it's it's spooky season. Let's make some creepy Twilight Zone type stuff. And, okay. Um, I mean, that doesn't do it any justice, but they're both great films, and they may be on Prime. I'll have to look, or I'm sure they're around somewhere. Yeah. They're definitely worth the definitely worth the watch. And what's great is you, know, you can, you know, if you, you have 30 minutes, you watch one, then you pause it, you come back, you watch another, which is um, why I love they brought Creepshow back. Like Shutter brought Creepshow back, and those were those were great too. Some of those are really fucking scary though. But with you know new technology and stuff, I'm sure they're able to do a lot more. Yeah. So it came out in November 10th, 1982. Has a runtime of 120 minutes. It was it had a budget of eight million and made 21 million in the box office. So it pr- did pretty damn good for an anthology film. I I didn't think that anthology films would do that well when i think why they haven't tried it recently except with those stupid rom-com movies (laughs) well and i wonder if maybe it was like an 80s thing because i wonder when tales from the crypt started you know maybe that was the whole kind of thing that kind of would maybe lead into it too much i don't know how well something like that would do today yeah Um, not today but yeah i i was reading into Tales of the Crypt because I was like curious about it and they wanted to do an anthology that was before the show got a green light they wanted to do a film but they're like maybe it won't do so good so that's why they went to HBO instead and then um, actually the Frighteners was supposed to be a series of the Tales from the Crypt um, along with two other ones that I can't remember um, but yeah, Frighteners was supposed to be like a connection with Tales from the Crypt. I have not watched the Frighteners, so maybe there is a time what? in the movies. God damn it, Cassie! I'm gonna. Anthony, are you ever surprised? <laughs> How are you surprised by now? Uh... <laughs> you gotta watch the Frighteners. Okay, let's go to the next one before you like jump through the screen at me. Uh, I just wanted to say heavy metal was another kind of like anthology and it was an animated film that came out and I was just looking it up 1981. So oh. maybe anthologies were a big thing in the 80s. I don't know shit. Yeah. Rom-coms can do it with those stupid things like Valentine's Day and see other ones. Actually. <laughs> the, no. That one love actually. Yeah, Love Actually. That one. Uh, they need to stop doing them. They're not cute people. If it was horror, I would probably enjoy them, but they're not. Okay. (laughs) We're going on to Day of the Dead. Straight into it. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't go through this whole episode without doing some Romero. I know zombies are beat to death, but... Well, this is like the start of them, right? This movie? No, uh, I mean Romero was kind of like a—he is the king of zombies. Is this his first zombie? Uh, Night of Living Dead. 
Oh, okay. That's the black and white one, um, which caught a lot of flack because they had the black guy as the hero. But the odds are against them. We're in the minority now. Something like 400,000. Also, fun fact that hello, is anybody out there? That is a uh, a sound bit in my favorite gorilla song. Is Bob. At me if you can name the song. But their time is running out. They can be fooled, don't you see? They're watching a movie with a movie. Good little girls and boys. Same way we were tricked into it. On promise of some reward to come. But when the tricks wouldn't work, they're learning. They're actually learning. Their world fell apart. Jurassic Park steal from that. They're learning. They're actually learning. Look how bad that scream was. Oh boy. That's kind of funny. Mm. Is there humor? A lot of humor in this? You know, I haven't seen Day of the Dead in forever. I've maybe seen it like once. I'm more familiar with uh, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. But yeah, I mean, Romero, Romero, yeah, up there, you know, kind of like with uh, Raimi and the Evil Dead, they kind of just kind of lean into it a little bit. And he did a lot of these of the dead movies. Man, what was the last one that he released? Was it, like, Land of the Dead? I think it was called. And it was set, like, in the... I think John Leguizamo was in it. Mm. And it like it's, like, in the future, and there's, like, a whole civilization that has grown. It takes place, like, decades after the zombie apocalypse. And the zombies start becoming intelligent. Like, I remember one of the opening scenes, um, there's, like, a bunch of zombies in like a gazebo and they're they got like musical instruments and they're playing like there's one on the drums just like boom boom, and there's like one with the trombone like it's like they're starting to regain some some stuff um but he does i mean he he always kind of pushed it to the limits and is kind of the forefather for zombie films in my opinion so and uh, this was the only one that I could find that came out in the 80s. So we had to talk about it, of course. Okay. Yeah, that that was neat. I, I kind of dig that that zombie in the, in the theater just chilling <laughs> out watching the movie. Yeah, that was interesting. It was like they were watching the same trailer that we were watching. I wonder what that was all about. That was uh, quite the artistic that, choice. Yeah, I love that. That would get me to go see the, the movie. Mm-hmm. So, fortunately, this movie came out in July 19th, 1985. Why? I get it. Blockbusters, whatever. The runtime hey, of 100 minutes. I could have gotten seen this movie for my birthday. Yeah, but you were not even thought of. I was negative five years old. <laughs> uh, it had a budget of $4 million and $34 million. So just okay. Just okay. Um, I would watch this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They're good. Um, Night of, the, Night of the Living Dead. Sorry, my beer is gone. I'm working on my second. Night of the Living Dead is, you know, kind of like a classic. People always talk about it. It's 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 a good one. And then Dawn of the Dead. And I think maybe this is where they started taking that turn into kind of more campy. What I'm kind of noticing is the 80s were like, it was horror, but it was like, let's let's be campy about it. Let's not be super like jump scare. Let's kind of give something to laugh at. Oh, it's weird. Hmm. I'll have to look into this a little more. What's that? Just like the like 80s horror in general to see, because, you know, 70s was slashers and all this kind of stuff and it seems like maybe the 80s is when horror started turning like taking a little bit like a like a nibble out of the comedy genre as well yeah i noticed that yeah and like leaning into the fact that maybe this is a bit ridiculous let's just go ahead and play towards that mm-hmm. like you said with the zombie eating like throwing popcorn into his face and then everyone's gone <laughs> <laughs> that was I mean, that, that's not a classic horror. Like, if you watch a horror trailer today, it's like, whoa, look at all this scary stuff. And then there's even, like, maybe a couple of jump scares. 
Yeah. This is this is interesting. This is taking me down quite the path in my mind to maybe do some research. Yeah, that'll be interesting to look into. Future episode? Maybe. Yeah. Alright, so this last one was kind of my pick. I did not watch it before picking this, and I have not watched this film, but I read the synopsis of this <laughs> film, and I cracked up, and I, I'm, this is just more out of curiosity thing. Uh, this is 1980s cannibal apocalypse? <laughs> Uh, let's see if I regret this decision. And so this is one I have not seen either. So this will be interesting. Oh my god. What? <laughs> see, and again, like, it, this is this is campy, almost like comical. Yeah. He's just eating her. There's people eating people all over the place. They're just screaming. Nobody's talking. That's ah! just screams. <laughs> screams and people eating people. Cannibalism. Yeah. Oh, gosh. See, and I've heard that this movie is very gory. Did she just eat his mouth? I think so. Oh, bit his tongue off. Oh. Who are they shooting at? They're very bad shots. Now we're in a TV studio? Okay, that's enough. Wait a minute. This is like a horrible daytime soap opera. Yeah, like... Whoa! What are you doing? No. No. Oh, that didn't look like that was gonna end well for that lady. I'm no. so sorry. Oh god! What? <laughs> this is all it's... over the place. What is this about? I don't know. Maybe... I'm assuming cannibals, but why are the... See, and I've heard that it's, yeah, it's just like over-the-top gore. Is what I've heard about this film, but I've never seen it. What is their obsession with lady bits? No exit there. Kill it with fire. That's, that's the <laughs> second time we've seen that that black man screaming with a shotgun. Oh, that guy's guts are on the floor. What? Oh, that was a weird spot to put a title card. Okay. Okay. So... It's um, like a zombie film, but instead of zombies, they're just cannibals? It's not zombie, it's just like this one maniac running around <laughs> while the eating police people. are trying to shoot him, <laughs> and all he's doing is eating people. <laughs> I don't know, that hurt my brain. I, do, I need hurt. To look, it's, do I need to look at, like, what this film is? Oh my god, so... I think we have okay. to digest... We, pardon the pun. We have to digest something. Okay, so... There's no release date. It said 1980. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, that does not surprise uh, me. It came out... No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. <laughs> wait. Wait for it. I need to pause. <laughs> that just fried my brain. Oh my god. Okay, do you want to hear the synopsis? Give two, two Vietnam veterans bring back a virus that turns humans into cannibals, resulting in GIs running wild in the sewers and streets of Atlanta. <laughs> streets and, and sewers of Atlanta. It's originally called Savage Apocalypse. I don't I don't understand what's going on. It keeps going back to an Italian movie. I don't know. I j but they were speaking English, right? Yeah, and it almost looked like I mean, you said it's in Atlanta. Definitely could tell like they're in like a bigger city. I don't know. That whole thing was just I don't... fucking weird. Even for me, that was fucking weird. Yeah. Okay. That's it for this episode. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm that's a good a place. To, that's that's as good a place to end it as any. Jesus. Yeah. I I uh, okay. Decide if you want to watch that or not. That was that was weird. Or if you have seen it, let us know if you liked it and why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, those were our uh, the '80s horror genre for trailers. Uh, as you know, I fail as a person for watching horror films, and I didn't watch any of the films that we were talking about today. And that's so why I'm Anth- gonna give you one to watch. Yeah, what's my homework, Anthony? All right. So, of all the well, of the four great ones we watched in the whatever the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> It's not any of those. Okay. As much as I need you to watch Evil Dead and Lost Boys, I'm going to tell you to watch Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. That's a long title, man. If you just uh, Prime Video, just type in Behind the Mask, it'll pop up. Okay. Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Okay, you got it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> wow um it's really great it's really cool um i watched i happened to stumble across it years ago it was just something that was on vod and i watched it and um it was a really cool take on kind of like the slasher genre it's almost two separate movies in one and i'll leave it at that okay talk about it next week yeah So yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Thank you for listening to What the Trailer. Glad that you are listening now in this episode or if you're a continued listener. We do appreciate if you could give us any type of feedback for this podcast or give us a review on Apple Podcasts. We're not asking for a five star. We just uh, would like any kind of feedback, any kind of review because the more reviews we get, the more our name shows up when they're when people are looking for podcasts so we we can get uh more listeners and then more back so we know if we're doing something wrong or if you're we're doing something right we can feed off of that you can find this podcast on any type of podcasting app you could think of just search what the trailer and we'll probably be there Our host is captivate.fm that is where our website is and of course everything is in the links in the show notes below for you to check out and we hope that you enjoyed this episode i guess i should have a question of the episode which i've been trying to do every week and give us your favorite 1980s horror film or spooky film it doesn't have to be from the horror genre but something that you would watch during halloween season just give us one and we'll shout shout out your response in the next episode So that will do it for us for this week. Be great to each other. Be excellent to each other. Be excellent to each other. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. Wash your fucking hands.